We'll say we have the incredible Zuchus today to begin. Meseches Moed Cotton, and we begin today on a Mishnah Yomi Parak Aleph, Mishnah is Aleph through Beis. First Mishnah, par- Mishnah Aleph. Mashkin Beis Hashlochin B'moidu B'Shvius. You are permitted to go ahead and water an irrigated field. Now, a Beis Hashlochin is a field which relies on irrigation. Now, just a little bit of background. Talacha generally is that one is not supposed to engage in unnecessary malacha, unnecessary work or labor on chalamayid. The exceptions, well, there are a couple of exceptions which we'll go through over the course of these mishnayis, but if something is what's called a davar ha'avid, if one is going to go ahead and experience a loss, so one is permitted to go ahead and do work in order to prevent that loss from occurring. Salacha if a person has a field which relies on irrigation, if one fails to go ahead and water that field, one could go ahead and suffer a loss. Therefore, one is permitted to go ahead and water the field both during Chalamayid, interesting enough, as well as during Shemitah. And you could water the field both from what we'll call a new spring and an older spring. So the idea was there's seen an old spring and a new spring. In a new spring, an old spring, I should say, the sides of the spring are strong. They're, they're firm. And there's no concern that the sides may cave in. A new spring, is, again, it's new, therefore there's a potential concern that the sides may cave in. If the sides cave in, one would have to dig out the spring again. This could potentially lead to a, a, an additional amount of work, an additional amount of labor. One of the issues that we have to try to avoid on Chalamayid is what we call Tircha Yisira, excessive work, excessive work. But the Mishnah says, nevertheless, since one is permitted to go ahead and water an irrigated field on Chalamayid, one is permitted to both use both a new spring as well as an old spring. However, one is not permitted to go ahead and water the field from a pool of rainwater, nor is one permitted to go ahead and draw water from a well. So let's work backwards. The reason why one can't go ahead and draw water from a well is because that's Tircha Yisera. That's going to be a lot of effort to keep drawing water. You know, each pail from the, from the well is going to be a lot of work. So because that's Tircha Yisera, therefore one is not permitted to go ahead and do that. Now, based on that, the Mishnah says, you shouldn't go ahead and use a pool of rainwater. As on that, how would you use a pool of rainwater? If you can imagine, you have a very large puddle. You go ahead and you drag your foot, creating a channel from the puddle to your field. Technically speaking, that's not so much tircha. There's not really that much effort involved in that. But because that resembles drawing water from a well with a, with a bucket, therefore it should be avoided. So halacha lemaisa, the Mishnah says that you should not go ahead and draw water from a well, nor should you divert water from a puddle to the field. So the takeaway message from the Mishnah is that one is permitted to do, to engage in malacha that is a davar ha'avid. If one is going to suffer a loss, one is permitted to go ahead and do malacha in order to avoid the loss. However, even when one is permitted to do malacha in order to avoid a, a, a loss, one has to avoid tircha yisera. One cannot engage in something which has excessive exertion. Beautiful. That is Mishnah. Mishnah Beis. Rabbi Allah ben Azari Omer. Allah ben Azari says, "Ein osin es One cannot go ahead and make a channel, right? An amo is a channel or an irrigation canal. So you are not permitted to go ahead and make a brand new irrigation canal on Chalamayid or on Shemitah. 
or on Shemitah. Now, interestingly enough, the reason one can't do it on Chalamayit is because Halachalamayit this is Tirach Yisera. It's a lot of effort. On Shemitah, the reason you're not allowed to do it is because it has the appearance that you're working the land. You see, when one digs an irrigation canal, it can look like one is one is tilling the soil, one is hoeing, one is plowing. So because it has the appearance of working the soil, therefore one is not permitted to go ahead and do it. While it is true that one cannot go ahead and make a brand new irrigation canal during Shemitah, However, also on Chalamayid, you can't make a new one, but you can repair a damaged one. So I can't make a new canal, right? They can't make a new irrigation channel, but if something is broken, I can fix it. Furthermore, again, one could go ahead and fix damaged water cisterns that are in the, that are in the public domain, and one is permitted to go ahead and clean out any dirt which has accumulated into them. Now, here, the Mishnah is kind of branching out into a new discussion of Tzarchei Rabin, which is, although there are limitations as to what you could do, what type of malacha one could do on Chalamayid, anything that is for the benefit of the public is going to be permitted. So, for example, if you have Kilkuli Hamayim, which, again, are water cisterns, but they're water cisterns which provide water to the general public. So, and let's say, again, you, there's something happens to them, you could fix them. You could repair them if they become damaged or if debris accumulates in them, you could clean that out. And similarly, you can fix the roads, so you could go ahead and repair roads and Rechobos, and again, so Drachim are larger roads, Rechobos are smaller roads, Ves Mikvos Hamayim. You can also repair Mikvos. Mikvos, right? So again, these are Mikvos which serve the general public. One could go ahead and repair those on Chalamayit as well. But Osin called Tzarechi Rabin. And again, the Mishnah now says, one is permitted to do anything that is necessary for the benefit of the general population. Interesting case. You can also go ahead and mark graves. You can mark graves. So remember again, often if graves were not necessarily in an organized cemetery, you'd have to mark them so that Kohanim would know where to avoid. And that even, forget about Kohanim, but not forget about Kohanim, but in addition to Kohanim, even Stam Yisraelim, who had to be careful regarding their spiritual, regarding their ritual purity, would also have to know. So the act of marking graves, they used to paint graves with white plaster. The act of marking graves was in and of itself a public service. The Yotzin Afalakilayim, this is actually very interesting. Yotzin Afalakilayim, the Bartinurus says, Shluche Beizim Amoyla Ayin Hasadashin Zerukilayim. So the emissaries of the Beizim, the emissaries who worked for the high court, they would go out on Chalamayid to inspect fields for Kilayim. Kilayim, remember again, are forbidden mixtures which are growing together. And if they saw Kilayim, they had the ability to go ahead and um, uproot them. Now, why would they go out on Chalamayid? So this is very interesting. The Bartonurus of the Sechar Al Kach Mitrumas Halishka, or Mehamoy Niskarim Bizom Meshem Betelim. So this is fascinating. These agents of the courts, right? These agents of the Beisdin were paid from communal funds. Well, in general, during Chalamayid, there was less work to do. So because there was less work to do, you could pay them a smaller wage, right? Because they had nothing else going on anyway. So because they had nothing else going on anyway, you could pay them a smaller, a, a, low, a lower wage. And because you could pay them a lower wage, 
the Beis Hamikdash ends up saving money. So that's also called Tzorchei Rabin. The Beis Hamikdash could save money. Therefore, we allow them to go out on Cholamayim and inspect if there's Kelayim. And again, if they do find Kelayim, they are empowered to pull it out of the ground. Even though the act of removing something from the ground is a malocha as well, this is permitted on Cholamayim because it is considered to be Tzorchei Rabin. Okay, Shkai Chabon will stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.